everybody. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis, entering the building. And this your boy, A-Shot, a funky walker, dirty talker, none iller than Scruzzilla Gray's killing it in a million ways. There's a box that popped up on my screen. Give me just a second. Hang on. All right. Uh, oh, okay. I got to give you permission. Got it. Wait. Okay. So okay. stop record on your end? Huh? We're going to start over. Yeah, no. Wait, what? I don't did it record on your end while the whole thing intro. I, I mean, I guess it did. It, it gave me a box, though, that popped up that said, uh, hey, are, are you cool with somebody else recording? So we're going to start over just in case it didn't catch that. OK. All right. <laughs> OK. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis, entering the building. And it's your boy, A. Shout of Funky Walker, Dirty Talker, none other than Scruff Zilla Gray's killing it in a million ways. And... You guys are probably not used to hearing us on this day of the week, but we are back with uncut extras um, to give y'all some more content. You know what I'm saying? 2022, we are upping the content level in all ways. Um, and we decided to go ahead and bring uncut extras back. I know a lot of our OG fans like that segment. If you're new, basically, it's pretty much just an extra little podcast we do for the stuff that didn't make it to the main podcast and more of like, regular topics, not current events and stuff like that. So that's what this show is going to be. And it's just going to be me and A. Shaw holding it down on this one. So. Word up, word up. I'm excited. Um, how's how's the part of the week so far for you? How's the what? How's your week so far? Uh, my week wasn't bad yet. I mean, you know, it was like, I, I went to work. I dealt yep. with stupid people. Um, wanted to cuss a couple people out, wanted to actually fight a couple people, but I'm too grown for that, you know. But it's the weekend, it's the weekend I get to do things that I like, I get to be in my place by myself and 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 just just heal, you know. I'm into it. I'm into it. I love I love having a long time. I really do. It's low-key addicting, to be honest. To just not have to deal with the outside world and be in your own peace and space. It's it's wonderful. I love the feeling. Yeah, most definitely. So, can you, can you mean am I like? Can you, is the light okay? Yeah, you good. You good. I can. I can definitely see you. I can definitely. Okay. See you. Um. So, like I said, y'all, this this podcast is a little different. So it's more of the same, just a little shorter and a little more concise on what we're talking about. So. Um, I like how you said. I like how you said it's a little different, but more of the same. <laughs> They, yeah, they know what I mean, okay? Listen, if, they, if they've been following us for a while and they've been listening to us, we it ain't going to be no different. We're just talking. It's just going to be shorter in shorter segments. That's it, okay, y'all? But this is to give y'all some extra shit, okay? <laughs> I did want to talk about one post I seen um, on Instagram, and the, the header of the post said, adult relationships are not unconditional. And it's like a swipe on Instagram, you know, they post something you can swipe over. And so I was just reading, I thought it was interesting and I wanted to bring it to the pod with you. So some of this, one of the things the swipe says, well, you know, before we even get into that, do you believe adult relationships are unconditional? Adult relationships being unconditional? Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it depends on what relationship you have with the person. So let's mm-hmm. say, let's say it's just, let's say we'll start, we'll start cool. Say it's just a friend, a friend of yours um, and for those who don't know what unconditional means, it basically means 
to to care or to love without conditions. There's nothing the person can do or say to you that would make you break your love from that person, basically, in, in the layman's terms, because there's no conditions on that connection. There's no rules set up. There's no boundary set up. It's just, I'm going to love you regardless of what you do. Is it's the way I look at it. I could be wrong. I could read the, the Webster's, what Webster got to say about it, but that's how I take it when I when I hear that. So what you think, Ashawn? Uh, again, I, I still say that it depends on what kind of relationship you have with that person. Like, like you and I have been friends for, for quite some time and you know, I, I would consider I would consider to actually have a love for you that's uh that's unconditional. Yes. Um, you know, I mean, we we family. You know, yes. we consider each other family. Period. So yes. there's that, but then there's also like, say, if I get a girlfriend, if I get a girlfriend, you know, um, there's gonna be certain things, mm-hmm. I guess, that that would put her kind of over. You and I's friendship. Yeah, of course. Yes. You know, it's like if yes. she's if she's here with, especially like if she's living with me and whatnot. You know, yes. like it would. I guess in that in that sense, and in, in your sense, it's unconditional. Or I guess in the sense of you and I being friends, that's definitely unconditional because yes. there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. Correct. But okay. then, of course, I got a girlfriend that, I, that uh, I've had for I don't know X amount of years. Um, there's a whole other level. To right. it, where it's for her, there's nothing I would do. And then to take it a step further, for my daughter, there's yeah. nothing I wouldn't do for her. So yeah. like, you know, it's like it's it's a whole. I, I guess it's it's a whole different thing, and it depends on not only the relationship with the person, but the person themselves. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I I think it's I think adults can have unconditional relationships. With different people but I think it's also possible I think it's also possible to just be acquaintances and um passerbys and whatnot so yeah I think also getting into that too like I think the the term friend is used way too loosely I feel like it's been being used too loosely because at the end of the day not everybody is your friend it's okay to put someone in the acquaintance box or yeah. that's my co-worker or that's my student or, or that's my employer. You can say things like that just because you know somebody doesn't mean that they're your friend. Right. That remind me of that hustle gang song called Friends. Yeah. Where usually too loosely. <laughs> <laughs> that's my shit. I'm about to play that after the podcast. For real, that shit's fire. I forgot all about that song. But but yeah, like I feel like you know the the the, the way I've heard unconditional love is within the bounds of a romantic relationship. But at the same time, devil's advocate here, there are still conditions upon their relationship. You know, I'm going to love you regardless. However, I am not going to stay within the bounds of this relationship or friendship. You can even apply this to friendship. If you break certain boundaries that I have set up for myself and challenge those boundaries. So in that regard, I guess that's what the post was mostly trying to get at is, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to love you through it, through it all, but there are certain boundaries that I myself as an individual have to play up or, or make sure I keep that promise to myself that I'm not going to allow this person or that person to penetrate. So exactly. I guess in that regards, I guess some 
adult relationships are conditional because let's let's say that an extreme example let's say that you're friends with a person named Catherine and you're really close to Catherine but Catherine sends the, her daughter to beat up your daughter the friendship is over I mean yeah yeah <laughs> it's okay all right yeah, the friendship is over, but like years, years later down the line, they might be like, hey, uh, so what was we fighting about? Yeah. Link back up and then be cooler than ever. Yeah. But uh, I, I think the, the, the one point that I saw that you were going towards was um, relationships being unconditional unto, into the point where you can work through anything until it becomes toxic. Yes. For yeah. Yes. Um, so like so like if I was in a relationship with a girl um and everything was good starting out, yeah, but then but then you know things get bad and they get bad, they go from bad to worse, and they go from worse to just downright crazy. Yeah. Um at a certain point, I have to at, at a certain point, self-preservation has to kick in. Yeah. And something Sometimes, let's be real, we all humans, sometimes self-preservation either don't kick in or it kicks in late and there's all kinds of (laughs) craziness that happens. Yeah. Let me call it craziness, but it's it's more so lessons to be learned on both sides of it. That's that's really what it is, lessons to be learned. But it's all kinds of craziness that ensues and and you got to go through it to, to, to learn it and to get past it, you know. I agree. And I feel like the more you care about the person, the more delayed that self-preservation is like, (laughs) you know, like I said, you don't want to believe the person that, you know, either your relationship with your friends with or whatever would do you a certain way. So you're like, well, mm, let me, okay, he did that or she did that. Okay, we're going to, we're going to move past it. Then they do some even worse shit. Like, okay, this is really starting to like fuck with my mental. I don't know, but I'm gonna try and move past it. Then the person does more shit. And you're like, all right, at this point, I got to go. I gotta remove myself from the friendship, from the relationship at that point. So it's like I get what the post was saying, but I feel like there's still some there's some nuance there. There's still some gray, shades of gray that can be added to that. Um yes. I'll tell you what. I don't think I don't think Kanye got that unconditional. I think he I think he got that I'm gonna whoop a nigga ass uh, next time I see you type shit because you know him and Pete Davidson. Yep, I seen that. <laughs> he done put some lyrics in the song talk about uh next God saved me from the wreck so I can go whoop Pete Davidson's ass. I said, listen, come on now. <laughs> but you know what though? You know what though? I gotta rock with Kanye on this. Because because Pete Davidson is old rat looking motherfucker. Like I like real talk, he he <laughs> no good all the goddamn time. Like and I get it, I get it. He's a comedian. I get it. He's a comedian and he he can make a girl laugh and that's that's cool. Right. But like, my nigga just he just broke up with his wife and then all of a sudden Pete Davidson is running around in and out the house around Kanye's kids and, and I get it too that Kanye got him a little yeah little nice little fling thing that he running around with but I think I think what it is is that he went and got her yeah. once once Kim went and got Pete Davidson 
for real. So like, it, at least that's what it looked like. But like, real talk, we can't, we can't, we can't play like we didn't see that video back in the day where Kanye was like laying out all of the paparazzi. Yes, yes. Left hooks, or either the left or right hook, one of them. But he was just bop, bop. I was gonna say, like Kanye got hands. Like Pete Davidson got a lot of problem on his hands. Right, right. So he better not, <laughs> Pete Davidson better not fuck up. Kanye no. goes and pause. Right. Which you know what's funny? That that brings me to another topic. How long should a person wait to date someone else after they've gotten out of a relationship, in your opinion? Uh, I know it's that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Cause hard I mean, one. like, okay. Um I look at it like this, like, you know, if it's less than a year, I think mm -hmm. if the relationship was less than a year, I feel like, uh, I feel like, you know, any, you decide to get back out there the next day, then okay. Right. Like if you, if you push in, um, if you push in on, uh, uh, I don't know, say, say 10, 15 years, you know, then you, you might need to take a little bit of a break. Cause for one, the climate, the dating climate is way different than the relationship. Way different. Like that shit moves way faster, you know? So, Bruh. it's like you got to take your time getting back in there. How, how they say you, you dip your toe into the dating pool mm -hmm. <laughs> and tiptoe into it, you know? You know, it's funny because, as you know, I've been with the same person for 10 years. So, I yeah. think about like if we were to separate, I've never been on Tinder. What is Tinder? I've never even seen the app. I've never even seen what that shit looked like. You know what I'm hey, saying? So you said what? I said that makes sense. Right. So it's like, and that's how niggas date these days. They just go on Tinder and swipe and shit. And I'm like, eh, eh. I feel like I would be very slow to do something like that. Just because if, uh, mm. I don't know. It's just like you said, it really is different out here these days. And oh, as a single man, you know, like it's, it's, it's a whole different ball game. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. And you know uh, that that brings me to this. I kind of I kind of feel for uh, for uh, Megan Good and Devon Franklin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know they just they just got a divorce here recently. Uh, spent they spent ten years in a marriage, and then they were separated for about three months. Is what what it said. Yeah. At least that's what I'm reading. They were separated for three months. Yeah. Um, and you know they went through. They went through all kinds of different things together. Like they, they, okay. So he's a reverend. He's a reverend. Yes. Or a, a minister. He's a pastor. You call it. Yeah. Um, but he also he also was a film producer. Yes. Um. So when they met, they met on the set of uh, Jumping the Broom. Yes. And uh, she said, what she said is that she knew as soon as she met him. That, that was going to be her husband. She did say that. I remember but that. But he said it took nine months. It took nine months for him to even ask her out. Mm -hmm. So she's like, okay, so she knew, but then you know it mm -hmm. took a minute for him to catch up. Well, then ten years, ten years goes by, and it's just like, okay, um, they did couples counseling. Of course, she was in the church at for a certain point. Yeah, um, she was a first lady. Yeah, well, yeah, first lady, um, and. The whole church critique shit, that's something we can get yes, into. Yes, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they did church counseling, uh, or I'm sorry, couples counseling and whatnot for other folks. Yeah. You know, um, 
and you know was making sure they were they were they were good I, I think she her, her and him put out a couple books together they did like they were they were really intertwined their yeah. lives were really intertwined they were prepared to spend forever together but yes. forever forever ended yeah forever was short I guess yeah it came sooner than what they thought yeah yeah and, and these, this is even jumping back to the 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 conditional the yep. conditional unconditional thing mm-hmm. um her sacrifice is like she I guess she used to smoke she used to drink yep. um, and she gave that up for him she did it like it seemed like she was doing a lot of sacrificing for the relationship where as he was just making all of the demands and now let me not make it seem like he he was just a horrible person because right. it didn't, to me it doesn't seem like that right but it does seem like, you know, for him being a man of God and, um, you know, trying to keep up a certain a certain image and being as disciplined as he was, um, it seemed like he, he, it seemed like Megan might have thought she needed to make more changes as time went along. So, and I think at a certain point, he might have gotten to the, to the point where she was like, all right, self-preservation. Right. Let me go ahead and back up and take some time. And then, of course, he, after that time, after that time passed, he filed for divorce. Yes. So, you know, it's like, I, I feel for them. I feel for them. Uh, and whatever time they, whatever time either one of them needs to take, like, by all means, take all of that time and then something to make sure. Because you never know, you never know what's going to pop up. Somebody, you meet somebody new and then conversation goes one way and you're like, oh, okay, well, then you're triggered because... Mm-hmm. It's something that ex-hubby used to send me or ex-wife yes. used to send me or do. You know? Yes. So yeah, I agree. It's like, you, you, you make sure you take that time for your mental health, for your physical health, too. For real, because you wake up with somebody you've been with for a long time. You're not eating, sleeping. You, even if you ain't even been with them for a long time, somebody that you really were invested in, you just, it really wears on you, wears on your mental health. So take all the time you need. You know, a lot of people I know personally, get hop in from relationship to relationship relationship just trying to fill that hole and it's like you got to take that time and that space for yourself get to know yourself again you know outside of this relationship it, it, it's important it's important to take that time um now there is another post i've seen and it said since we're on the topic of marriage and all that they said that um it is submissive and controlling for a man to make a woman change her religion to be married to them and vice versa. So with the bank and training, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But then uh, of course there's the, the the question of is the man is the man or the woman mm-hmm. okay, let's say it this way, is one person or the other actually making? Because if they're making then that's a whole other dynamic. Right. You know, um and that's and you actually see that as a relationship. Like if I if I had a girl and I was like, hey yo, you better change your religion mm-hmm. because I can't be going out with no heathen or something like that. <laughs> then we're not in a relationship. That's, no. that's a whole that's a whole dictatorship. That know? is that is the real me. I would rather actually have a conversation. And if we come to a point where we can agree to disagree or or one of us or one or the other um, decides to take that step into sacrifice and be like, okay, cool. I'm gonna come over here and see what you about, or let me go over there and see what you about. Then 
I think I think the conversation is what what needs to actually happen versus being like, hey, uh, you better do this or else. You know, it's like that's a threat. You know. I believe I am. Listen, I, I love to say this. I am pro-choice in all areas of life. So I also believe that a woman or a man should be able to choose whatever spiritual journey they like to come on. Now, if Most you meet someone that aligns with your spiritual journey and it works out, that should be divine intervention. It shouldn't be a thing of, oh, well, to be with me, you got to believe in God or to be with me, you got to be Muslim. To be with me, you got to be this, you got to be that. Like, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be like, in my opinion, it shouldn't be like that. It should be about divine intervention. Do our spiritual journeys align with, you, with each other? And if they do, and if that's something that's really important to you, because there's people that are in long lasting relationships that are two different religions or grew up two different ways and they make it work. So that you don't even have to decide you know, some in, in that regard. Sometimes it could just be, you know, but if that is something that's very important to you, just find that person that aligns with that instead of saying, oh, well, I, I love and care about this person. Let me try to get them to change over to my shit. That's just how I look at it. Most definitely. You know, I, I, think I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I believe in the power of choice in every aspect of life. No one should be forced to do anything. Right. <laughs> that's what I think. It's like, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know, not one female that's going to be like, um, the guy says whatever he says, and it's like, okay, I just, yeah, like, every, female, every female that I know, they're going to be like, uh, nigga, say what? Right. You, you, you want me to do what? Right. You go walking out this door, you know? For real, for real. And like, don't get me wrong, like, if that's your plight and you want to, okay, I want to find me a husband and I'm going to do whatever he say and, and, and I want to fall in line and be submissive in that way, hey, I'm not knocking it. If that works for who y'all, that works for y'all. I'm just saying in my personal opinion, I feel like both parties should be able to have choices into what they do. Because at the yeah. end of the day, life is, as well as a journey together, it's also individual in the same yeah. way. So exactly. the choices you want to make for yourself first. Yes. And if that aligns with the person that you're with or the people that you're around your community, that's all the better. But just it has to, I feel like it should just be a divine intervention type of thing. It shouldn't be a forced situation. Right. So got anything else, bro? Um we had a lot of people, we lost a lot of people. This uh just in the last, the first couple of weeks of the new year, so um, we right, we really did. Man, uh, we lost Bob Saget, Betty White, Sidney Portier, um, legendary people. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And there's there's a bunch of them, but there was one in particular that I saw, um, and I knew who he was, but I didn't know that he did what he did. Um, his name is Edward G. Fletcher. He just passed yesterday. Um, his rap name, his rap name was Duke Booty. I love it. I love <laughs> but, <my> blackness. <laughs> but he was he was the ghostwriter for the message. Oh. And this was by uh, Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. The Furious Five, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. The absolute mm-hmm. legendary line. Period. Right. right. Uh, well, he wrote most of the song, is what I understand. I love that. I love that. Uh, like, you know, it's just one of those things. Like, he he passed away yesterday, and it's just like, damn. You know? And there and there's been there's been quite a few others in hip hop that have passed. Um, yes. 
What's one dude's name? Um, I know uh, he lost that jazz player from the Juicy Fruit shit. Yeah, him too. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the what's the the rapper that passed here recently? Mm. It's sad. I don't. I can't think of it at the top of my head. But we did lose somebody. The one thing that I didn't write down, like I was like, oh yeah, I'll remember that. And in the moment, I just, I did totally spaces me. Was out. it young rapper, new rapper, or older rapper? Young rapper. Well, I guess technically he was like thirty something, but that's still um, the one he got shot. He got shot at the the cookie store. Oh, Young Dolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I, and I think that was before the year turned, but still, like you know, yeah. that's it's, it's tragic. It's um, very I, and tragic. With, with, right. And with that situation, like they I seen that they got some people arrested, um, mm-hmm. in custody again, and uh, you know, they're trying to figure it all out. But like, man. And mind you, the one of the people that shot him was on his record label and was like cool with him. That's that shit. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's that shit. pictures of them together and everything. Like that's that shit. Man. It's crazy to me. It's wild. It's like we can we can't start this year off this way, you know. Hell no, hell no. One thing, it's one thing losing Bob Saget, Billy Wright, Sidney Portier, you know, those who actually died of natural causes. But we can't start it off with the youngsters and uh, the 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 young influencers getting killed, getting murdered. I agree. I agree. Especially in their hometown, it's like that's no. that's so crazy. Going to get cookies for his kids. That's just crazy to me. Right, right. And there's a couple others that have, that have passed. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if all of them have been murdered, but like a couple of them have. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's like they're just dropping like flowers, you know? It's, it's really scary. It's sad. Like, I even today, like, like I had to, I, I deleted the Facebook app because I take Facebook breaks frequently because it's just, it's a lot of death and COVID and all. I, I just need a break from all that. I really do. It's starting to wear on my mental health. So I'm like, I'm going to take a Facebook break for a second. Because it's too much. I feel that. I feel that. Um, one last thing I wanted to touch on. Yes. And I don't know who originally posted it, but I found the video. Um, I found the video you sent me. I found it on YouTube. Um, now the one that you sent me was from Academics. Uh, the other one, the other one that I saw was from Chris Brown, and. It seemed like the world was like just enthralled by this. I was like, I was like "Yo, this is this is a video of a rocket launching," and 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 people was like, "Hey, yo, so China launched a, a, a an artificial sun," <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's a rocket, but okay." Uh, so yeah, no, it, it um, I did. See, I did the little... reason why I believed it because it was on all the news stories. So I'm like. What's these niggas doing over in China? Like, are they? Because, because apparently the story is, um, they're dealing with a lot of like there hasn't been a lot of sun lately, like for a minute, like a long time. They're going through some weather shit. I don't know what the fuck it is. I didn't research enough. And they're bringing this out. This is what the story was. They're bringing the sun out so that they can, you know, heat up. It's been cold, whatever. I'm like. <laughs> The, the, when, I, when I say it out loud, it does kind of sound ridiculous, but I'm not going to hold you. I did believe it at first. I definitely believed it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What's China doing over there? I really did. I fell for the shit. I'm not going to lie to you. I did fall for it. 
I'm gonna tell my listeners. I fell for it, y'all. My bad. Look, I'm not gonna say nothing about you. I was gonna talk about academics and Chris Brown, but you know, so she said it okay. I did. I fell for it. I fell for the okie though. I sent it to you because and I thought it was some real shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. So they got me too. So so for the listeners, what it was was uh China has been doing research, just like pretty much every other country has been doing research for quite a while, actually, yeah, on, on uh, fusion, yes. um, pretty much fusion energy, yes. um, and using it using it as an energy source. Uh, with this whole thing, of course, you know they did. They've been running tests for it. Uh, of course, they're always testing it with this type of equipment. Um, you gotta run tests on a regular basis to make sure this shit doesn't blow a hole in the earth. Um, this is a this is one of these things that's a, a it's it's not a, just a, a little machine like like the cell phones. It's like it's like like a huge piece of equipment that takes up some underground bunker in a warehouse too. Like and it takes like three to four hundred people to 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 run this thing, if not more. Um, and again, again, like they they've been doing research on fusion for quite some time. This thing is called the Tokamak uh, over in China. I can't pronounce the, the the name of the city. The company that runs it is called Tokamak, and then they named the machine Tokamak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's it's one of those machines that speeds up. Um, well, I tell you what, I'm not going to go into the, the the science part of it, but you know, it, 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 there's particles that get sped up, and and it, it makes plasma, um, and then of course from the plasma it draws out energy, uh, electricity, and whatnot, um, and that that can power a whole city for quite some time, you know, and it's like it can it can cheapen the the um, the price for for energy. Um, at least it's supposed to. Um, how it all worked out though with the with the rocket thing, and I don't know. I still don't understand how people believe that such a huge piece of equipment would fit on the back of one rocket. Uh, they, they, you know, they got to they got to talk about it. Uh, it was just one of these things that popped up and whatnot, and I was just like, mm, if it's able to burn three to five or even seven times hotter than the sun they got to shoot it up there in the sky and and actually shoot it out past where the regular sun is while it's doing its thing because like yo this 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 artificial sun if it's going to do what the regular sun is doing you know and i got into it with a a person online telling them this like if it's going to do what the regular sun is doing it got to be clear on the other side of the planet right like 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 three times the distance that the sun is, and I and I and brought I brought facts, you know. I just like yeah. I go with the facts. Yeah, it's, it's ninety it's ninety one some odd million miles away from the uh, uh, the Earth. Yeah. So if that thing burns three to five seven uh, three to five times hotter than the sun, it's got to be three to five times that distance. Right as the sun out the other direction to be able to do what the sun actually does. And then you got to have some stuff to send it out, some special stuff to send it out there to stop it. Then you got to have Buzz Lightyear and this whole uh, Lightyear crew to get out there and, and tinker around with it to fix it. Should it blow a, 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 
a sprocket or something, you know, it's like it's all kinds of stuff that that would need to happen if it was actually out there. So I did these people that I got into it with online, like they was just like, hey, uh, all right, man, you proved your point. I'm like, okay, well, next time y'all Googles, do, do your Googles, you Google know. Google is great, don't get me wrong. Google is definitely great. <laughs> but them niggas definitely got me. I was like, okay, trying on some other shit. That's what I really was thinking. Mind you, I just, it was a thing where like I just scrolled past it and seen the video, just sent it to you. I didn't even look at what it really was. I just seen Artificial Sun, China, and that was the extent of my research. So, and I think, mm-hmm. I think I'm like everyone else as well who first saw me and Chris Brown, I guess we on the same level, because I know that nigga didn't do no research. So yeah, next time, do y'all research and find out exactly what it is. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> please do, please do, please do. And like I said, I wasn't going to say nothing about you at all. So. <laughs> that's not, listen, that's just me. I'll tell on myself, okay? I, I was victim too, y'all. I was. Man, it's, 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 it's crazy. But um, in in. I guess the reality of the whole thing is yes, China's China does have uh, a fusion reactor that that burns hotter than the sun. Um, it's underground and it's well protected and well ran by well qualified people. Um, a lot of other countries actually have them too. We have a couple. Russia has a couple. Um, hell, we got the Hadron Collider or whatever, how whatever it's called mm-hmm. that uh, we're all jointing on using. So like there, there's all kinds of stuff that's out there that can pretty much end the planet if uh, it's mishandled. So that's so settling. Huh? That's so settling. I know, right? You know, <laughs> these, are the things, these are the things that help us sleep at night, right? Right, for real. <laughs> Knowing that somebody could fuck up, they could drop a, a screwdriver in the wrong spot and just fuck up half the planet. You know, there's so much we don't know, and it's scary. Right. And look, and I'm like this. I'm like, look, if y'all start sending that motherfucker up, up in space, please don't tell me. It's like, I, I, do, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It's like, I don't really know at all. It's like, I would rather believe that aliens are up there and they are moving another sun into place versus you know, us actually yes. sending one up there. Yes. Please I, get don't tell that, I get wind of that. I might actually have a heart attack and an aneurysm at the same time myself. No, for real. So I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Right. <laughs> All, right. All right, y'all. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed our first episode back of Uncut Extras. I enjoyed this. I thought this was a really great conversation. So I hope Most you guys, definitely. yes, I hope they enjoyed that. And on that note, Oh, we're gonna we'll save shout outs for the main episode. Yeah. Uh, it's your girl, Morgan Alexis, exiting the building. And it's your man, they shot a funky walking, dirty talking, none illin' and that nigga scrubzilla grays, killing it in a million ways. All right, y'all. See you later. Peace.